Hey guys, thanks for joining me today on the Daco Podcast, Real Dads, Real Talk, No BS. Uh, appreciate you joining me again today. Go ahead and hit the like and subscribe button down below on YouTube. Give us a rumble on Rumble. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And also follow us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us all there. Give us a follow there as well. Uh, jumping right into it today, guys, this is uh, this is not the kind of show that I really like to do. Um, I'm going to try to keep my cool today. But uh, as all of us know by now, there's been a terrible tragedy yet again here in the United States with a uh, school shooting. 21, 21 people killed in Uvalde, Texas. Nine and ten-year-old kids shot by a deranged, mentally ill scumbag. It's the only way I know. I mean, look, I, I I get that he probably had mental problems, and you know, you're making fun of him or you're being hard on him, and he's got mental problems. Blah blah. I don't care. When it comes to kids, the gloves come off for me. I, I don't. I can't think of an, any positive way to refer to this demon um really uh want to express my condolences to all the families there's nothing i can say or do that would make any of this any better but we're all thinking about you we're all praying for you a lot of people don't like the thoughts and prayers thing but look i'm not terribly religious but i do believe in god and i know where your babies are so Anyways, um, wanted to jump on here just to kind of talk about this a little bit because as dads, uh, for anybody who has been following this story, there's there's some implications, there's some, uh, some topics here that I think really relate to us as fathers because we, um, we saw some really bad uh, missteps by the police in this situation, because it is, it's unfathomable, fathomable, unfathomable to me. The fact that there were 19, look, I know it's hindsight. I got it. It's hindsight and it's easy to judge in hindsight. I, all that. I got it. But there were 19 cops in the school outside of that very classroom within minutes of that guy entering the school 19 they were right outside that that classroom right outside it listening to him executing these children but they made the decision they made the decision that it was uh, time to fall back that it was time to um, call for a tactical team. Mm. I, I I don't know how that. Uh, to me, this is the job you signed up for. It's the J O B that you signed up for, big guy. <sighs> they retreated. They held 
This is the part that relates to us dads. Like I said, I'm trying not to fly off the handle too much here. They held back armed Texas parents and fathers. They prevented them from entering to save their babies, to save their babies. I don't know that this is true, but I do. I have heard that those police officers that were in the school saved their kids. I've heard, I've heard that rumor. I don't know that that's true. Y'all can fact check it if you'd like, but I can tell you, it just seems like absolute crap to me. It's my understanding that in an active shooter situation nowadays is you do not wait in an active situ- uh, shooter situation anymore. You go in and you kill the guy. You do not wait on a tactical breach. I could be wrong, but when we're talking about kids too, it's kind of hard for me to put together why there's hesitation. You know, in one of these articles, this audience from the guardian.com, uh, Mm, We'll read right here. The Associated Press reported that as the massacre was unfolding, several parents and other local people expressed distress at the apparent hesitation of law enforcement to storm the school. It says a father who lives beside the school told the news agency he witnessed women shouting at officers, go in there, go in there. Oh, my goodness. It even says that they were tasing fathers trying to get to their kids. Tasing them. They didn't have a problem using force against citizens, but they just decided they were going to let that guy go. And I think in one of these articles, it even says that, oh, you have to understand this is a town of 20,000 people. So? You don't take a job as a police officer just to collect a paycheck. You're supposed to be serving and protecting. It comes to, it comes a point where you, your life and your body belong to the people that you serve. Yeah. You, you, you belong to your, your family too, but you're giving a part of yourself to the community at that point. I want to play this clip from the guardian. Uh, forgive the language here. There, there is some bad language here, but I think that, that it needs to be stated kind of what has been, what was going on. You know that there are kids, right? There are little kids here that don't know how to defend themselves. They're all in there, copying you with shit, but standing outside. Hopefully y'all can hear this. They all are just standing there. Like, our kids are there, man. Six-year-old kids in there. They don't know how to defend themselves from the shooter. You heard the the mother saying, "Can the parents go in there? I'm ready. I'm ready." They're ready. They're not afraid to go in. They're not afraid to go in there and do what needs to be done to save their kids. They don't care. You know, there's, uh, they were handcuffing and tasing parents trying to get to their kids. 
I can't, I can't put that together, guys. I just can't. I can't make sense of it. You know, as a father, you you would have to tase me. You know, you might have to even shoot me because I, I'm not sure that a taser. I mean, I know a taser would take me down, but I I don't I don't know how you would keep me down. Uh, you know, and they, they say, you know, well, you know, the, the parents, then they might get shot. You know, they might get shot. So the fuck be it. Sorry for cussing guys. This really works me up when it gets to kids. You guys know, I love kids. I know all you have kids out there too. I think this is something that most fathers left and right. Doesn't matter. Gay straight. Doesn't matter. You're not keeping a parent from their kids. You're not going to do it. You're going to have to tase them. You'd have to tase me. You, I mean, you might have to kill me. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there's a lot of things that divide us right now in the country, you know, left and right, whatever, Democrat, Republican. But I, I think when it comes to saving kids from an active shooter, a, a deranged lunatic, I think every single parent out there, no matter their political affiliation, their race, gender, creed, whatever, they're going to say, sign me up. Sign me up right now. I'm going in. And to have police officers say no, I got a problem with that. Got a huge problem with that. Not only did they stop parents from going in, I've been hearing that they also stopped a group of border patrol agents that were ready to go in there. The border patrol tactical, the tactical border patrol team that was ready to go. They held them back too. Uvalde police did. Now I want to show you a picture. This guy right here, you know, we need more heroes. Jacob Alvarado. Border Patrol agent. He was off duty getting his hair cut. Gets a text from his wife. Uh, let's see if I can find where the text is. Anyways, he said he got a text from his wife saying that there's an active shooter in the school. She was in the school along with their child. She was... Uh, in a different wing of the school, thank God. And his daughter was uh, locked herself in the bathroom. Good for her. Good job. Little, little lady off duty border patrol gets this text, getting a haircut rips off the, 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 the Cape there at the, at the, uh, at the barber shop says, I need a gun grabs the barbers uh, shotgun speeds off to the school organizes with the tactical border patrol team. They breach, they kill this guy. That's a hero. Stopping and nothing. Not that these other parents didn't stop and nothing. It's just this guy had, he had the resources to be able to make it happen. He had the standing to be able to make it happen. There was no standing by and waiting. Not for this guy. Failure was not an option for him. It's not disparaging on to anybody. I'm just saying this 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 guy right here deserves to be praised. This is what a law enforcement officer is supposed to be about right here. This is the guy who just pulled up his britches and said, "Hold my beer. I'm going in to get my boys and my girls and my wife and all their friends." 
not scared at all. That is what we got to be nurturing in the, in, in our society to be uh, the protectors of our society. Try to calm down here a little bit. Got to calm down a little bit. So the responses to this tragic situation, it's terrible situation. It's, they've been really complicated. You know, usually both sides of the gun argument use whatever the situation is, you know, to bolster their, their, their own position. You know, uh, it, it turns into more of a political debate than anything else. It's not very practical, not very well thought out, nothing like that. Uh, you know, I've, the, the, I've heard a lot of, you know, if you want to call it right or left, this is a right wing people that are saying, oh, we should give guns to the teachers. We should arm the teachers. Not, a, I mean, I, I guess that's not a crazy idea on the surface, but you know, having guns in the possession of someone who's uh, teaching is an ex incredibly stressful job and they have so much to worry about on face value, just dealing with these kids. Uh, I would be hesitant to give them, to make them, let me rephrase that, to make them have to. Uh, be in a situation where they had to be the defender. Also, you know, I just feel weird about having a gun in the classroom. Um, with some kids, I mean, let's face it, some kids are bad apples. You know, if they happen to get a hold of it, that's that's not a good thing. Because I mean, I've been in some classrooms when I was younger where I thought the teacher and the, the some of the students were going to fight. You know, I, with there being a, a deadly weapon sitting there, I mean, that, that seems like, I don't know if that's a great idea. I just don't think it's very well thought out. I don't think it's a terrible idea, but I think there's so many complexities to it. And I think there's so many things that have to happen as far as training and awareness and, and, and things and logistical stuff. I just don't think it's really, really realistic to do so. You know, the other, the, the other end of the spectrum is, is, oh, you just get rid of all the guns, no more guns. And look, I can understand how someone's reaction to something like this would be, you know, take away all the guns. But I don't think that, I don't think that it's really that warranted to do, to go that far in the other direction. I think it's a, a quite a bit of an overcorrection, if you will, um, that and you know, I think the majority of people that say these kinds of things say it in a very emotional state, and I I feel for them because, like I said, I can see how they arrive at that at that place. Excuse me, uh, but again, I just don't think it's very well well thought out. I mean, we're going to take away guns and we're just going to rely on the police to stop bad guys. Well, we just saw it right there. They didn't stop anybody. They stopped parents. How's that going to work? Why would we do that? Uh, I just, I just think again, this is another one of those things that it's not really well thought out. I don't think, I don't think it's, there's a lot of complexity to it. And I think there's also a lot of emotion tied to it, to a statement like that. Um, you know, I kind of have an idea that's, I think it's easier to implement. And I think that um, I think a lot of people could probably get on board with it because I think that if nothing else, it provides safety in the meantime while we try to figure other things out. I don't know what the right answer is. I'm not I'm not here to get in an argument about gun 
you know, gun control and all this other stuff, because my personal opinion is, is, you know, evil people are going to find ways to do evil things no matter what. But, you know, my idea, it's kind of, does it bother anybody that concerts and sporting events and things of that nature are way more heavily guarded and policed and, and uh, defended than our schools where we send our children? Is anybody else bothered by that? I mean, I'm sitting here looking at, you know, I, for the longest time, you couldn't go to a college football game without you know, having a clear plastic bag being felt up and frisked and everything, having you emptied your pockets and can't bring a bottle of anything in. You had to buy everything inside. I, I mean, it's, and but, you know, you can just walk into a school these days, it seems like. Why is that? You know, you walk around a, a college football stadium or an NFL stadium or, you know, a basketball arena, there's, you know, a cop every not just a cop, a cop usually in tactical, some kind of tactical vest or something. They're ready to go kind of stuff. Uh, about every, I don't know, hundred feet. Now I know there's a lot of people, people say, Oh, well that's a, you know, that's a big target for terrorism. What do you think a school is? And it's not that those lives are more important, but we're talking about guarding our most precious precious things we have in this world our kids so anyways my idea is centered around that that why can we not assign sentries guards that guard these schools not a sentry not one eight not a guard well they have, they have sro officers you know they have one or two guys come on be real if we want to really get after this Give me four or five minimum sentries, guards, whatever you want to call them, establishing that perimeter of the school and also having a checkpoint of, for the, for visitors to have to get in. Uh, I, I You screen them heavily when they come in. Um, and for me, I think this is an easy way. This is something that's easy to implement, in my opinion. We'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, you, you don't have to train people that don't have firearm experiences or, may, or, or maybe they don't want to learn know how to use a firearm. Uh, and and I, because I think that there's models, you look at the TSA after 9-11, I mean, we, we moved into that pretty quickly. Uh, and I think you use a similar model to that to where you just bottleneck it. I don't care how much longer it takes to get into school. Who gives a shit? You know, my kids are safe. We're not going to have sh like this. I'm trying not to cuss again, guys. We're not going to have crap like this happen again. You know, I mean, it, it, are we trying to militarize our schools? Come on, guys. Really? Are we arguing about that, about how it looks? I mean, good grief. Like I said, I mean, uh, uh, why is it we go to, we're okay with going to a, a concert and, and, and having to wait, you know, 25 minutes to get in the, the the uh, venue or the stadium uh, because everybody has to be frisked down or, or whatever, but we're not okay with uh, having real security at schools. I don't really know why it's so complicated to to see that. I think there's this is a low comp has a low complication rate because you just tell these guards that they operate completely independent of the school. Their only job is to control who comes in and out of that school. The only job. 
That's their only job. They're not to interact with the kids. They're, they're there simply to protect them. That's all they are. But we got to figure out ways to protect our kids. Um, like I said, it, 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 we're okay with the sporting events and concerts and all that being heavily guarded and, and uh, long wait times to get in because being frisked down, we're okay with getting on a plane and having to wait and all that and be having, you know, uh, TSA agents there with freaking ARs standing right outside the, the security checkpoint. I mean, everybody's okay with that, but we're not okay with protecting our kids when they go to school. That, that, that seems just perfect, right? Oh, it's stupid. Come on. I'm, I'm not saying I'm right. I really, I'm not. I'm just saying it seems like a common sense way to go about this. Somewhere to start. If you, a lot of these things, the problem is, is we just get so caught up in talking about stuff and arguing about the far ends of things, you know, the, the, the far left, the far right, whatever you want to call it, the opposite ends of the spectrum. We end up arguing about that and we never actually get anything done. Whereas if you just do something like this, at least you have a hold on the situation. And then you can maybe argue it out. You let all the political guys figure out all that crap. But again, I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying other people are wrong. I, I just think that we have to do something in the meantime to be able to protect our kids. But we got to do better for our kids, America. And that's really my message today. Do, do better. Do better. Come together. Figure it out. Again, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for bearing with me. I know this was a tough one. I got a little bit riled up there, but uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in today on the Dadco Podcast. Be sure to check us out on YouTube. Really, it, it helps us out a lot if you'll go ahead and subscribe, like the video as well, share it with your friends. Go ahead and check us out on Rumble as well. Leave us a Rumble there. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook can get the audio versions of all these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform again guys let's all do better that's all i got for today dad out